0: What were your just general thoughts on how things went on Saturday just across the board? Uh, it was very disappointing, uh, just the, uh, the production, the execution, uh, everything. Like uh, I thought we had a really good week of practice. I thought our guys were ready to go, and we just – we never could get going. Couldn't, couldn't get a first down to stay on the field.
1: Sat, you mentioned having a good week of practice and it didn't translate. Where, as you kind of look back on it, where was the disconnect from a good week of practice to not really translating on the field?
0: Uh, it's a great question i wish I wish I knew that uh it's what we're you know we're, we continue each each week each month uh, as a coach that you try to find like how can you make sure that your guys stay consistent uh, you know you always worry about that after you have a couple weeks of success of making sure that everybody keeps that edge about them uh the strain about them and I thought that our guys did it just it didn't show up on Saturday
1: sad so a lot of the guys were in here yesterday saying that it seemed like Missouri knew what was coming specifically later in the game they'd raise their hands if it was a pass player for whatever. It- or in that instance, Mm -hmm. going back to look at the tape, could you find ways where you guys were tipping what was coming?
0: Um, I think that they did a really nice job of scouting us. I think they they did a really nice job of uh, of, of watching us on the sideline and and gathering tendencies. Uh, You always worry about it. You know, Uh, for years now it's kind of been a trend on defense. The D lineman can see the – you know, how much weight is on the, on the hand of the offensive lineman. You'll see, you know, all kinds of people in our conference throw so their hands up to alert pass. And sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. And sometimes it's tendencies of, uh, you know, demeanor of offensive linemen, quarterbacks, running backs. So, you know, we've done a really real deep dive starting on Sunday night. Zeb and those guys did a really nice job of finding some things that, uh, you know, we need to make sure we're changing up so we aren't giving, you know, tips to other teams
1: yeah coach uh, Shane obviously was talking about the different uh, personnel packages and how difficult it is to I guess, you know include certain players in certain plays. Can you talk some about what challenges that might present trying to get uh, you know certain players the ball on certain plays or even getting certain players on the field just in different uh, just in different <clears throat> setups?
0: Yeah, you try to have a feel for how the game's going to go and how you're going to play the game and then you want to maximize the personnel and who's out there. Obviously, you have certain personnel groups, certain formations that you know for different parts and segments of the field. Uh, different down and distances. And, uh, you know, sometimes you're, you're right on and sometimes you're not. You know, we got caught this past week. We had four possessions in the first half. We had, you know, three and out, for five and out, three and out, three and out, and then a 16 play drive. So the 16 play drive was a lot of two minute tempo stuff. So you go into halftime and you've not even, you haven't even, you've done nothing from a game plan standpoint of setting up anything. You can't stay out there long enough. So uh, we didn't get to a lot of the plays that we had practiced all week. Uh, which could be good or bad because now we can carry them over and, you know, work them this week. I'm sure coming out of any game, there are probably some things you'd like to have back or changes you wish you could have done, whatever. Is there anything that specifically when, when you look back at Saturday that, that you thought could have been better? Um, obviously, yeah. I mean, there's you know, you'd love to hit – if I had a pause and rewind button on every play, I'd like to do certain things different on most of them. So, uh, you know, I think we just got to – If you watch the first half, it's a block here, um, a decision here, a call here. Uh, You know, just it was one of those days where things were not trending uh, in our direction, at least offensively. Um, I would, you know, the one thing I would, just going back and looking at the game, I think that with 11 minutes, 12 minutes, like we were already in what we would call rally mode because we were two touchdowns down, so we were having to play fast and try to get chunks and try to save timeouts and try to score. Uh, I would allow, I probably, if I had a do-over, would go back and just play that as a true possession of just take If it takes if eight minutes, it takes eight minutes, but just go get a touchdown, run your offense. So I probably got to rally a little bit too early. Uh, that'd probably be the one thing that I'd look at. Mark, Shane told us yesterday that he had a conversation with Jaheim about his playing time and told him that he should be on the field more. Have you also had a conversation with Jaheim? And if so, uh, what was that like? It's funny, like uh, not funny, but it is kind of funny that, like, Jaheim and I, like, he's one of my favorite players on the team. Like, there's not a morning I don't walk by him and we hug. Like, yeah, I want him to get on the field. I want him to, you know, touch the ball a lot. Obviously, the other day, a certain his his certain packages and stuff, like we were talking about going into the rally mode, he wasn't in those packages. And I should have just slowed down, stopped, realized, got him on the field, and uh, gave him a chance to get some balls. But, you know, just he's going to have chances every game. It's just whether the ball gets to him or not. And sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. So, you know, we're, we're going to continue to uh, make sure that we put him in opportunities to get the ball. And, you know, when he does, it's special. You went pretty screened past having the second half, um, especially with the horizontal. Was that kind of a substitute for the running game with Lloyd out or was those part of those rally mode packages? Kind of what was going through your head there? Uh, well, it got, a real, it got to be a real thick drop back game. And uh they were they were getting a good pass rush on us and I was just trying to slow down the pass rush and, you know, let Spencer have some plays where he just throws it out there and then obviously, you know, that that was a crushing blow when you know, when Marshawn got banged up and he would be there for a play and then he'd be gone and then, you know, just he was fighting his butt off. It just you know, it came to a point where he just he couldn't do it.
1: Hey Marcus, a lot of the guys yesterday talked about execution being kind of the thing they felt like was missing against Missouri. Is that something that you're able to change at this point in the season with only a couple of games left and kind of what does that look like you know refining those details at this stage yes
0: yeah, so i think you know practice is, is how you get the execution and uh it, it, they were executing the thing about football and team sports is 10 people could execute and one not and it turns into a train wreck so just the uh you know practice just making sure we're in situations and stressful situations where Uh, we're putting the pressure on all 11 guys to make sure that they're, you know, almost perfect on every play. And I think that would translate over to the game.
1: Marcus, you're about two-thirds of the way through the regular season now. As you sit here, holistically on this offense, how good of a job do you feel like you and the staff have done in in trying to maximize this offense's potential?
0: I mean, I I think we've given it everything we've got. And I think that we continue to work hard. And I think that, you know, we continue to uh, have the trust of our players. And I think that, you know, We've shown games where we've we've been productive and ran the ball and threw and, and caught the ball and scored touchdowns. And there's games where we haven't. So uh, we're still, again, not a young football team, but we're still early on in the stages. You know, Spencer's first year and just trying to to you know build and mold what what we ultimately want to look like as an offense. You know, certain pieces have been available, certain pieces haven't been available. But uh, you know, I just think that. Moving forward, I think, that, you know, based on this week and how Spencer's attacked it and how everybody's attacked it, I think, you know, we're going to continue to get better.
1: When you lose a player like Marshawn after his first carry, and I imagine that you game-planned a lot during the week to have him there, how much does that affect what you're trying to do? And were you somewhat disappointed that the next guys up maybe couldn't keep it going in the running game?
0: Uh, the, the next guys up, I mean, are not disappointed in them at all. I think when you start, you know, Marshawn Lloyd, I think, is a... A really, really, really talented back that, you know, we kind of fell accustomed to. You know, you give him five carries, he's probably going to break off a 12 or 14-yard run every three carries. And so that allowed us, you know, as an offense to sustain drives, get first downs. I think it became a lot harder. Uh, to move the ball and get first downs when we lost him, for sure. That was a struggle.
1: Kind of sticking with the running back. But if Marshawn is somewhat limited against Vanderbilt, what's the plan there? And is Jaheim someone that could potentially get some carries in a, a thin running back room right now?
0: Yeah, we got a lot of guys that you know played running back in high school. But, you know, all hands on deck, whether it be quarterback runs, backup quarterbacks, quarterbacks that played in the bowl game, receivers that played running back receivers that return kickoffs back 109 yards. Like, everybody's going to have a chance to to see what they can do on Saturday night with the ball. Kind of stick with that, looking ahead to Saturday. What does jump out about Vanderbilt's defense and maybe those linebackers especially? Shane was talking about them a little bit yesterday. Uh, yeah, I mean, zero is unbelievable. He's all over the place. He's disruptive. He's disruptive in the run game. He's disruptive in uh, third down in the pass rush. He gets involved in the pass rush in the games. Uh, you know, just a very talented player. Productive player, I think, just from a schematic standpoint. Uh, very tough, hard nose They're going to make you earn everything that you get. And then on certain set, you know, certain down and distances, they make it tough on you with, uh, you know, certain types of pressures and uh, simulators that they bring on certain down and distances that we got to be ready for.
1: So that, uh you know, Juju was getting the number two snaps when Marshawn went out. With him, not the biggest guy. It seemed like they were really just kind of overwhelming him at the point of attack. Can you effectively run him between the tackles with his size limitations?
0: Uh, I think he will try. Like, he'll go in there and, I mean, he'll run into a wall, you know, without a helmet on if you ask him to. But, no, I don't think that you can – I don't think you can physically, you know, sustain a game of, of him doing that. I think that, you know, you got to get Juju and some bigger guys in there when you're running in between the tackles. And, you know, Juju is a better – Juju is a better runner whenever he doesn't have to go and carry, you know – five to seven times inside the tackle box and get you know, beat up a little bit by those big guys.
1: Seth Spencer after the game said that um, they didn't feel like they had a good enough idea of what was going on or knowing what to do as a coaching staff. How do you look at that? How do you see that? And what can y'all do to make sure guys maybe know the game plan a little bit better?
0: Yeah, he was laughing about that Sunday, just how it was misinterpreted. Like I can promise you he knew what to do. And, uh, you know, Coach Beamer sits in our our quarterback meetings every day and listens to it. and. You know, through the progression of teaching, installing, like Spencer knew exactly what to do.